from Joburg, South Africa. This is Lifestyle on Trans Africa Radio. Some classic sounds right here on TA Radio. Dat Moby Lock and Veal on this one. Now the song is called The Sun in My Pocket. It's exactly two minutes past the one o'clock Central African time. And in the building, ladies and gentlemen, I'm actually joined by three gentlemen. Sketchy Bongo's out here in the building. Oh, and Brian is out here in the building. And Andrew Chaplin are out here in the building. Rome, wonderful blows, ladies and gentlemen. Come on! <laughs> Welcome, Nate. <laughs> Welcome, Jets. Uh, thank you. Yeah. How are you guys yeah. doing? Mm. Um, Brian, Correct. Andrew, um, Mr. Yuvir, ne? Yeah. Uh, sometimes I, I get it. Names, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, hey. yeah nice man, time. come on, man. People must know who you are. <laughs> 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 What's up, Sketchy Vogel? Yeah. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. Where's the, where's the mask? Yeah. Because you usually rock in Ayanda's car. Oh, yeah? Why did you leave it in Ayanda's car? Because Ayanda, she said, I must take a break now. Yeah? <laughs> I must talk clearly. Can't speak through the mask. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> Lockenville is also out here in the building. Yeah. It's been a while since I heard from you guys, you know? Yeah. Um, you guys have been doing, like, the absolute most. Now, one thing that I also understand about you is that you guys were actually born in New York. That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. But now, for someone that doesn't understand, it's like, please break it down for us. Yeah, so uh, so our mother's American and our dad is from South Africa. Yeah. Um, so they met in the States and mm-hmm. then we were born in New York. I think we stayed there for about 18 months, something like that. Yeah. And then the original plan was for the family to come down to South Africa so that my dad's side of the family could meet us. Yeah. Um, and then when they came down, they ended up loving it um, mm-hmm. and stayed. And then eventually my parents got divorced. My mother went back to the States, oh. but then we, we stayed on. I, oh, love, yeah. I love South Africa. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, brother, man, I'm sorry to ask you a very personal question. You know, yeah. like... Uh, Getting over a divorce, you know, as, as kids, you know, it really does affect you, you know. How did you get over that hump? Uh, you know, I don't remember it being being that tough for, yeah. for us. I mean, luckily it was a it was a it was a friendly divorce, you know, it wasn't an ugly divorce at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Plus I think, you know, at the time, I mean we were six, we just I think it, it, when it happens when you're younger, I don't think you really grasp it. Um but also I think the the fact that it was a friendly divorce, I think mm-hmm. that helped a lot. So it wasn't a big thing for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, right, cool. Sketchy Bongo's out here in the building. What's up, brother yeah, man? Yeah, yeah, Are yeah, you yeah. good, my G? I'm amazing. We Easy just got the new song out yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. News. That's some exciting news. Now you guys also collaborated on a, on a song called Cold Shoulder, yeah. uh, which actually went platinum. Congratulations yeah, on that, you know. Congratulations on that. Now, Sketchy Bongo, Sketchy Bongo. You know, when it actually comes to your production, you know, yeah. what inspires you, Machi? Where do you draw depends inspiration on the song. from? Yeah. Depends on, on what we're doing. Like, especially with this song, like I sent the guys a different beat, yeah, and then we made up for the like all the like Cold Shoulder we did over email. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. song we made up. Uh, we we made in studio together. And we just started vibing, listening to different types of music, listening to some old school throwback music. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was what inspired this track. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. a nostalgic track. It's a chilling track. You know, it's a song you can just drive to, listen yeah. to. Yeah. Okay, cool. Quite interesting. Okay, let's let's throw it back to Cold Shoulder, you know? Like, the inspiration be- behind Cold Shoulder, you know? The lyrics uh, behind writing Cold Shoulder, you know? What drew the inspiration uh, when it actually came to Cold Shoulder? And also, you know, when you were actually doing the song, did you actually anticipate that it was actually going to get the reception that it actually got? Uh, it, to be dead honest, I, I knew I knew it was going to be a big one when I when I heard the beat. Yeah. Um, it, so we emailed Sketchy back and we were like, that's the one uh, from, the from a few of them, yeah. And then um, we were actually just having a few beers together and then we were talking about uh, you know the upcoming album and whatnot, and then we actually just came up with that phrase that uh, was colder than cold shoulder. One yeah. of us just said it, mm-hmm. and then um, said actually that that's quite a good lyric for a track. And then we just built the whole track around that. Mm-hmm. So now, can you 
kind of tell, can you, can you pre-tell when the song is actually going to be big, you know? Like yeah. like you did on Cold Shoulder. I, I'd say yes sometimes, and no. Sometimes, sometimes. I used to like vehemently say, no, you cannot tell. But, um, okay. but yeah. I think, you know, as the years have gone by, I, I think I think you really can tell. But if, sometimes if, if the ones you think are going to be huge yeah. don't actually end up being yeah. huge. Mm. And sometimes if you, if you like actually don't even like think anything of it, it yeah. might actually do really well mm. okay cool it now, can, my yeah. question is you know when you are saying to yourself this is actually going to be a big song like mm. you just said right mm. now and it doesn't become a big song you know mm. like how do you get over that mindset whereby you actually told yourself that you know what this is actually going to be a big song yeah. and it should be big because now the elements in the song yeah. and what the country is vibing to at the current moment yeah. is probably this type of sound but no, it doesn't become man. big you know how do you get over that like, for me I don't know about you guys but mm. for me I just keep making new music yeah so we just keep going to the next one. Yeah. To the next, because Cold Shoulder was one song. Then we did another song called Blue Moon, mm-hmm. which was a fantastic track. Which yeah. we also thought was gonna be huge. Yeah. Which didn't become huge. Damn. And now we did this one, and yeah. this one is gonna be huge. I'm yeah. telling you now. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I must play it now. Quite interesting, man. And also, man, you know, you guys have actually been in the music industry for a long time. You know, I've just been told that you're actually celebrating 10 years in the 10 music years industry. 10 years this year, yeah. Crazy. Bruh, like when you started, were you like anticipating that you're actually going to spend so much time in the industry? Um, yeah. yeah, that was the, that was absolutely always the always the goal. You know, we've we've wanted to be in music ever since we were, geez, as far back as I can remember. Yeah. Um, and then and then obviously, you know, as things go, it changes and kind of what you want to do in the music industry changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I think I think. The the second it starts becoming fun, yeah. then 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 I reckon then we'll maybe take a take a step back and do more work behind the scenes. But I'm still having a really good time. So. Yeah, in fact, yeah. I'm so having I'm more fun now. Yeah, I'm having more fun now than when we first started. Why, why is that the case, Michi? Um, I know what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, to, to be honest, when, when we first came out, you know, we like getting booked for all these shows, and the yeah. truth is, we actually had no idea what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, no one was kind of like showing us the way. There's no guidebook for this. Um, so you so you learn through trial and error. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm just much wiser now. I, uh-huh. I actually know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Speaking about trial and error, you understand. I mean, you came from pretty much like ordinary guys, you know, sketchy bong. You're just walking around the streets, you know, like a lani. I'm still walking around in the streets. <laughs> you know, you, you guys were probably also walking the streets of Cape Town, you know, like ordinary guys. Uh, and then boom, your name is all over. Now. Yeah. We understand. Here's the fame now, you know. You're getting bookings, you know. Radio interviews, you know, yeah. like uh, radio gigs now. TV shows are out here. Magazine covers are out here, you know. Now, yeah. The transition from just an ordinary Andrew, an ordinary Brian, an ordinary Yuvir, to now this big guy who's just now being classified as like Lockenville. You understand? Sketchy bomb. I think, you know? it's, I think it's different for me because like, yeah. I got the mask. Okay. So a lot of people don't know what I look mm. like. So that's, that's cool yeah. for uh-huh. me. Like, uh, these guys, on the other hand, yeah. hey, they got what? a million pictures they must take. Was, yeah. was the mask deliberate? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Was what was the plan actually behind the mask? I was shooting a music video uh-huh. for for another artist, and there was a prop in the video. Yeah. I produced a track, so I wore it and I kept it, and that was that. Mm-hmm. And that became sketchy bongo. Quite interesting. For you, my chance, let's talk about you. The transition from just being ordinary. Andrew yeah. and Brian, you know, now you are Lock and Veil you know, and you are for, everywhere. For me personally, I feel like the the only thing that really changed was um, just suddenly being recognized yeah. everywhere you mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm. And that was that was something to to get used to. And, you know, in the beginning it was 
very exciting. Yeah. And you're kind of like, wow, everyone's recognizing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. This is really great. And then after a while, it becomes almost haunting. You know, mm. you just, you can't go anywhere. And it actually almost, well, I know for me, it made me feel quite reclusive. I just didn't want to leave the house. I didn't yeah. want to do anything. Because uh-huh. then even if you were out, let's say, having a good time, where it became real for me when you're out having a drink with your friends or something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. And then you'll see on social media people filming you mm. without you even knowing. Mm. And, then, mm. and then you start to think, oh, wow, like people are watching me and I'm not even aware that people's eyes are on me right mm. now. And that, yeah. that, that took some time to get used to. But... Mm. You know, like Drew was saying, that that um, things change, we get wiser. Yeah. Um, I view the whole thing differently now. You know, I kind of take it as that is a part of what I do, and I and I, and I enjoy. It. You know, mm-hmm. it's great to see feedback from fans. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, please tell me, dog. You know, like in terms of just being an ordinary guy. You know, when was the last time you were just an ordinary guy? Um, truth be told, I've I've always just been doing my thing. Like, yeah. uh, regardless of, of anything that that's that's been going down, and I mean, actually, kind of hop on that. Uh, on the the previous um, topic, yeah. The the one thing I actually found within that whole thing is that I wasn't treating anybody differently, but people would were, were expected me to mm, be different. Okay. So then we're treating mm, me different, yeah. You know, and 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 the truth is, I'm always just like doing my thing, mm-hmm. and um and and that's what I continue to do. So quite interesting. This is Trans Africa Radio. Trans-Africa Radio, made in Africa. 11 minutes past at 1 o'clock Central African time. I guess who's on air. And of course, in the building, I'm actually joined by Lockenville and Sketchy Bone. Classic sounds right here on Tier Radio. Dot Mobi, Lock and Veil, and Sketchy Bongo called Show that this song went platinum, Dagababa. So you better put some respect on this duo out here. Is it a duo? What do you call it? You call it a duo? Because you guys, it's like the three of you. Uh, what do you call this combination? Well, well, I, uh, call I, I don't know. A collab. Yeah. We'll just stick to collab. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> 16 minutes past one o'clock Central Africa. Zam Lock and Veil is out here in the building. And of course, the Sketchy Bongo out here in the building. Now, Sketchy Bongo, brother man, you know, mm. you have actually been been influenced by the likes of Pharrell Williams when it actually comes to production, you know? Mm. Now, growing up in KZN, mm. you know, and looking at the type of music that you do today, you mm. know, and the reception that you're getting today, you mm. know, were you kind of anticipating the very same reception that you got because now you are doing a different sound and it's actually not so popular in KZN and probably popular in... Yeah, it's Western popular K- in KZN. Yeah, uh-huh. School yeah, me, I, mean, I mean, I make, I make pop music. Yeah. I make dance music. I make yeah. EDM. I used to make a lot of hip-hop yeah. as well. Uh, like I was saying like when I started producing I was producing when I was in high school I was producing for the likes of like Squatter Camp yeah. Proverb Pro yeah. Kid like I was sending beats to them Damn, yeah. over with CDs yeah. like, no email uh-huh. with yeah, CDs yeah. back in the days yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to uh-huh. send like beat CDs around and th- that's how I was getting paid like when I was in school yeah um, and then like I started making a lot of EDM stuff mm-hmm. uh, and trap stuff then we moved into this pop phase like Back to the Beach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much when I did Back to the Beach that when I when we got some money from Back to the Beach yeah. and I was like yeah we need to make some we need to make some you know the only stick in this pop lane because it was a niche it was a, yeah, it was a niche yeah, yeah. like uh-huh. when, when like uh, like normal radio was doing uh-huh. the 90% thing sure like there was no other pop music mm, true. so like me the likes of Lockenville other artists yeah we were dominating the radio mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. and now everybody like there's a lot of pop artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, uh-huh. So yeah. Okay, who are you vibing with now? Right now. Right now in, so- so in, in South pop- Africa. Yeah. Hey, I don't know who am I vibing with. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Huh? yeah. 
Look, I can't just I don't want to say anything. I, I just put you on the spot, David. Yeah, I'm only vibing with the song 95 Skyline. Okay. Sketchy Bongo featuring Lockable. That's it. Let's go. I love this guy. <laughs> I love this guy. You probably used to sell sweets in school, yeah? Sweets? Yeah? No, I sell beats. Let's you sell beats? Go. You sell beats? Yeah, only beats. Sell beats. Okay, yeah. quite interesting. Because <laughs> like, a, like a hustler, you know? Like. <laughs> Lock and real chance, you know? <laughs> 10 years in the game, <laughs> what has kept you consistent in your humble opinions? Um, I, would, I would personally say uh, evolving. Um, yeah. You know, uh, we, we, we keep true to ourselves um, and, we, and we move with the times, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think that's the most important thing to, yeah. um, to sort of stay in the game. Yeah. Keep, keep it interesting. Keep mm-hmm. experimenting. You know, both of us are, you know, as much as we consider ourselves businessmen, we're, we're also artists. So yeah. we, we like to experiment. We like to... Um, yeah, try stuff out, and mm-hmm. and I think I think that's what keeps us there. Yeah, you know, speaking about evolving as well, you know, don't you become scared when you evolve with the times, and you mm. probably might lose who you really are? You know, mm. hasn't that mistake actually ever happened to you, Sketchy Bongo? Look, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I told you, I, yeah. I used to make hip hop and, yeah. and and EDM and stuff, and now mm-hmm. I make pop music. Yeah. But I never lose who you are. You, like, you listen to a song like Cold Shoulders, still got the trap drum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen to uh, 95 Skyline, you're going to hear the track just now. Mm-hmm. It's got that, like, little bit of, like, a pop rock influence, but it's also got, like, a new the new age trap sounds. Yeah. It's got the trap drums, the 808s and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, you, you, you always have yourself in the music. You know? Okay, yeah, okay, You always okay. have a bit of yourself. How have you kept yeah. yourself in the music? Um, I would say I kind of agree with what Andrew said, you know, um, adapting, changing with the times. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, we, I was actually saying we were having a, this discussion earlier mm-hmm. that uh, that everything's changed so much since we started in the game you yeah. know, 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, completely 180. Um, and so and so we've had to adapt through that. And it's really interesting. You know, there's a whole bunch of things that are, that make it a lot easier for us yeah. to kind of... Um, uh, I guess I can't find a better way of saying control the narrative as yeah. it were on, mm-hmm. on social media you know as in the beginning when when media just kind of took our image and they just ran with it however yeah. they wanted and, and there's I, nothing you can do about it there yeah. was nothing yeah. and, I, uh-huh. and I think you know there was a time where, where we didn't like the image that was being portrayed mm. but there's not much you can do about yeah. it um, and, and so then as the game changed you know uh, social media we can kind of do our own narrative and everything like that and uh, and that that helped us to um, have, have more fun with it again yeah you know um, Andrew earlier on you actually touched on businessmen you know you guys are businessmen and then you also realize you guys are also artists you know now understanding the business of the entertainment you know because not everybody has the privilege uh, of actually understanding and knowing the neat gritties of actually what goes mm. down in the music industry and in the mm. music business you know so now for you guys you know when did you take that initiative to actually pretty much know about what's actually going on in the industry um, listen, I won't claim even now to yeah. know it all. Okay. Uh, you know, there, there's constantly new things happening and new organizations yeah. being being built up. You, like you really just got to stay on top of it. But mm-hmm. but to be honest, um, we were we were more on that side of things before we actually got the music out. You know, yeah. we we were signed up with Samro and Brisa and mm-hmm. all of those things long before we actually got the stuff. Um, out on radio and all of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I can't really say where that came from. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I can actually. You know, back in the day when we were like 15, 16, and mm-hmm. I don't know if how many people know this, we got picked up by Gabby Larue, the okay. guy producing right. Kalakata, oh, you yeah, know, Mendoza. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So so he picked us up when we were about 15, 16. We ended up uh, doing an album in a group called Three mm-hmm. with this other guy. And uh, ever since then, you know, being in Three, that really gave yeah, he, us he a, lot a lot of insight. Okay. into how the industry works we got to 
to see the behind the scenes of the whole Mendoza project when yes. it was at its kind of peak and mm -hmm. it was really happening. And so mm -hmm. that was a huge eye opener for us. And uh, and having those people around just by default, we pick those things up along yeah. the way. Uh -huh. Who was that? The guy. Uh, a guy named uh, uh, Given, Given PK. He oh. was actually, he was the brother of, and I, I forget the guy's name, um, but he was a big guy on the, like something, some Coke, some, some Coke out, competition yeah. oh, okay. mm. ages ago, yeah. Sketchy yeah. mm -hmm. mm. for you understanding mm. and, and, and realizing the importance of knowing the business of the entertainment industry, mm. when did that revelation actually come to you? Actually? Knowing the business? Yeah. I don't say, I don't I, know, like I know what I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the business is going to change tomorrow. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like it's going to change. Like, it's going to keep changing. Yeah. I know a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what is the question? How when did when did I think? I don't I don't so I don't okay. know I don't know. Okay, fair enough, man. Hey, it's, it's what it's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I understand. Let's just yeah. talk about the music. You know, yeah. ninety five skyline. You know, now. I know a Skyline is a classic car, mm. you know? It's like a throwback of notes, you mm. know? And uh, and I know with you guys, you know, mm. uh, I'm sorry to say you yeah. guys, you understand? I'm the one <laughs> Indian guy that knows nothing about cars. I just, <laughs> For real? Ah, this guy's a disappointment. Story, right? So they had the first okay. two lines of the hook, uh -huh. and then they said something, jump in that, and then we had to say a car named it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they were like... What's a cool car from the 90s? Okay. And we actually typed that into Google. Mm -hmm. And then we saw 95 Skyline. Oh, we yeah? saw a Skyline. Uh -huh. And we're like, okay, we'll put that and, in. And the rhyme scheme was perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 9 to 5. Yeah, 95 Skyline. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so without any further waste of time, let's dive straight into the music right here on Tier Radio. Dartmobile, brand new music right here on the station of the gods. A sketchy bong on Team Up at Lock and Ville. Never the song is called 95 Skyline. <laughs> 95 skyline blowing smoke out my window we've got the night no water wasted Let's make some time for you and I get new music right here on TA Radio. Dot Sketchy Bongo and Lock and Villain. The song is called 95 for Skyline. Oh my goodness, what a beautiful jam. A round of applause, ladies and gentlemen, for the gentleman <laughs> in the studio. Thank you so much for coming through. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chance, for coming through, man. I don't want to waste your time. I know you guys are busy and uh, you guys are promoting the single right now. Mm. Otherwise, where can people find the song? And yeah. Okay, well, you, you can find the song absolutely everywhere. Any streaming platform, so anything that you got, you can go get that. 95 Skyline, Skyline. catch us on social media at Lockenville. At Sketchy Bongo. Uh -huh. So, what's next for Lockenville? What's next for Sketchy Bongo as well? 95 Skyline. Uh -huh. yeah. 95 Skyline. That's it. <laughs> 95 Skyline. Music videos next. Music videos next. <laughs> Music yeah. videos up next. Otherwise, thank you so much, Jens, for coming through, man. Thank Wish you nothing but the best success. Otherwise, uh, 27 minutes past 1 o'clock Central African time. This right here is the lifestyle with your sweetie Tabang Mashida holding things down for your favorite music. But for those of you who don't know me, allow me to reintroduce myself. Better known as your favorite letter Q, Queen of Ratchet on the airwaves. Chocolate Barbie, if you like. Join me every weekday on Lifestyle. Lifestyle 872 between the hours of 11 a.m. all the way up until 2 p.m. Central African time. TV, baby. Trans Africa Radio. One voice, one Africa. 